Hey there, welcome back to the Grace for Your Journey podcast. This is Pastor Terry. So glad that you're with us. If you're new, welcome on in. We are in the book of Galatians. Paul is hammering out some unbelievable truths about the freedom we have because of grace and faith in Christ versus the bondage and the curse we were under uh, during the law. That was when this was written, when people were struggling with coming out of the law and embracing grace. Or if today you're trapped in a religious system that has legalistic demands on your life, that tells you you have to do certain things to appease God, that tells you that if you don't keep these sacraments, do these rules, embrace these prohibitions, that you are not going to be accepted by God. If you are in one of those systems, then Galatians is for you. Now, the context, of course, is 2,000 years ago, Paul's talking about the law, people coming out of the law and embracing grace. But the law had its purpose. And we talk a little bit about that today and about how we are sons and daughters with heirs. We are, we, we're heirs and heiresses to unbelievable graces and blessings in Christ. So let's talk about it. Paul starts by, by, in chapter 4 by saying this, Now I mean that an heir, as long as he is a child, is no different from a slave, though he is an owner of everything. But he is under the guardians and the managers until the date is set by his father. So he's given an example. He said, look, you have this really wealthy guy. He has an heir, his oldest son. And he technically is going to own everything the father has. But time hasn't come yet. The dad gets to set the point in time when that heir takes over for the dad, when that heir comes into his riches, when that heir gets to be promoted from really like a slave to the position of heir. See, before that happened, the son would have to work, work menial jobs. The son would be trained. The son would have to work in some homes from the ground up. He would go out and work the fields, or he would go out and tend the sheep. He would go out and do all of these kind of things so he would learn and grow. So he would remember that he is a person, a human being with responsibility. And yet he was looking always down the road that, well, one day I'm going to have this. One day I'm going to have this. Wise fathers at that day didn't give their, their, their inheritance to their sons too early. Why? Because it spoils them. Because it ruins them. It's not a healthy thing. He waits until the lessons of life humbles them, creates within them this understanding that what I'm about to receive, I didn't earn. My dad did. But I know I'm about to receive it. So he says, look, even though this child is an heir, until the dad sets the date and a date arrives, he has to work. He has to struggle. He has to be reminded that everything he's about to inherit, well, is a gift. <laughs> not something he's earned or created. Now, verse 3 goes on and says this. In the same way, we also, when we were children, now Paul uses this metaphorically, when we were younger in our faith, when we were younger in our lives, when we were younger as the people of God, when we were children, we were enslaved by the elementary principles of the world. But when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth his son to be born of a woman under the law, to redeem those, to set free those who were under the law so that we might receive adoption as sons. <laughs> so there it is. We are adopted into the family of God. God is my father because he has adopted me into his family. I didn't force him. I couldn't. I didn't make him. I couldn't. I didn't deserve it. I, I, there's no way I could deserve it. 
But God, out of his grace, reached down into all of humanity and saved me. And oh, by the way, he saved you. You've been drawn in, grafted in, adopted into the family of God. Now, listen to what verse 6 says. And now, because you're sons of God, God has sent the spirit of his son into our hearts crying, Abba, Father, we love you, Father. Father, you are great. So you are no longer a slave, but a son. And if a son, then an heir through God. At the appointed time, at the appointed place, at the very appointed minute, God resurrected your dead spirit. He called you unto life. He adopted you into the family. You are no longer a slave to the world and to your carnal pleasures. You're no, listen, you're no longer a slave to the philosophies and ideas of the world that tell you you have to have certain things to be happy and fulfilled. You have to do certain things to be happy and fulfilled. You have to be a certain way to be accepted and therefore to have meaning and purpose. You've been set free from all that nonsense. You've been set free. You've been adopted into the family of God, the creator of the universe. You have value, worth, dignity, and meaning because God redeemed you, not because you deserved it, because he's a loving God and he chose you. He pulled you up out of the masses. He adopted you into the family. And now we can come to the Father and say, Abba, Father, Father, you are my God. You are close to me. We are family now, not because I've earned it, but because you've given it. Paul is hammering home to the Galatian church. Why would you trade this for the law? <laughs> Why would you trade this relationship for rules and regulations and ancient principles that were there for a purpose to show you you needed a Savior? But Paul is saying the Savior's come. That is Christ Jesus. Now trust him and the Spirit of God will flow within you and you will be part of God's family forever and ever. Amen. Hey, embrace this today and you're going to find unbelievable grace for your journey. Let me pray for you. Thank you, Father, that we are no longer slaves of sin and subject to the whims of the world. The world cannot define us anymore. The world can't tell us what we need and what we don't need to be happy, fulfilled, successful, and satisfied. Father, that doesn't matter anymore. We belong to you. Spirit of God, fill us and control us. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. By God's grace, we'll talk again next time. Thank you so much for listening to this edition of the Grace for Your Journey podcast. I pray that it has been a blessing and an encouragement to you. Pass it around if you think it would help somebody. And we look forward to you dropping by again for another episode of the Grace for Your Journey podcast.